0: A little fox and a little puppy become friends despite the feud between their human masters. They promise to be friends forever, but will their friendship stand the test of time?
1: Welcome to The Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy!
2: Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault episode 100! Is that a drum roll? Yeah. Oh. It's a drum roll intro. Yeah. You guys aren't excited as I. Episode
1: 100! 100! We do that every episode. Though. Are you going to like put an actual drum roll over it or are you oh, just no, going to use that? It's going to be that, yeah. <clears throat> There right. we go. Boom. <laughs> the Walt a 100. I could have done
2: that. We've done 100 episodes of this Waltz podcast. Desert. And um, I wanted to commemorate it by playing a, an 11 second YouTube video called Drumroll Sound Effect. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for being here. Um, and welcome to the Walt Ball. This week, we are talking about. It's our about- centennial. It's our centennial, centennial.
3: Centennial. It's our tentacles.
2: It's our centennial episode. And this week we are talking about the nineteen eighty-one animated classic Disney film The Fox and the Hound.
3: So before we get into first impressions, um, you know how these older Disney movies they put all the credits like at the beginning of the movie, like the stars or whatever. Uh, did you guys both go? Kurt Russell and look at each other because we did.
1: Yeah, what well, we did, yeah, we were like, "Oh, that's surprising." Yeah. But we had to like keep Addie like occupied because she gets mad when we watch those movies, and she's like, "Movie, movie, movie!" I'm like, and then Louise every time, "Adeline, this is how movies used to start. Get over <laughs> it." She's like, "Yeah,
3: movie." that's hilarious yeah. she's like hurry up where are we at
2: i mean in my head i'm But louise
1: was excited about kurt russell for sure
3: yeah i i didn't know that i was like oh weird kurt russell absolutely
1: not had no idea okay um,
3: so well if louise was excited about it let's start with Luis then first impression of the fox and the hound it was good
2: i liked it a lot <laughs> <laughs> was this your first time watching it
3: yes yes it was the first time watching it okay yeah. very good
1: the true first impression
3: He's smiling, so he really liked it. I'm, I'm happy. Good job, Luis. He gave it a thumbs up, y'all.
1: You guys, we got a smile from Luis and a thumbs up on the 100th episode. It Yay. is mental. To- it's
3: a miracle. You know what? I'll give my next Luis, and I'm going to do the same thing. It was good. Mm-hmm. Okay, honestly, and I kind of pushed this movie out of my brain for obvious reasons because it's an emotional movie that nobody should be forced to watch. I told my mom I watched it, and she was like, no. Nobody
2: forced you to watch
3: this. I watched Hold it. Hold on, Michelle.
0: What? I'm having a hard time seeing that those words actually exist. An emotional, hard movie to see? What? <laughs> it is an
3: it is emotional, hard movie. Hard? No. Okay. See, we're
0: talking about this. First impression. Let me add to it. Oh, okay. okay. Oh,
1: it God. Is, He's not done. There we go.
0: It's lies that everybody has said about this movie being the hardest movie to say no but i okay
1: okay okay back up back up <laughs> you cut me okay. off i'm
0: not i'm not i'm not impersonating any of you two but i have seen online how like they put memes of like when when your heart is pulled out of your chest and then they show that you know a certain scene in that movie i'm like mm-hmm. i saw it i'm like okay cool now we can move on
3: he's heartless heartless I wasn't that <laughs> Literally hardly. But, Luis, that is your opinion. My opinion is, yes, it was still a tearjerker. But was it very, very good for most of these early animated movies that I'm not necessarily into? Like, yeah, it's, like, one of the better ones. The storyline was good. I wasn't bored as I was watching it. I didn't feel like it was too, too long. It was it was actually, like, very enjoyable. I was pleasantly surprised. So I liked it. I'm really happy that we gave it a chance and and watched it. So that's what I have to say. Emily,
1: first impression. I agree with everything you just said. I was very apprehensive going into this viewing because all I remember as a kid was literally... Well, okay, I take it back. As I was watching it, I remember things. But, like, you yeah. know, you think back to the scene where he's getting dropped off.
0: And Come when I watched it go.
1: as an adult, I got... I had very different feelings about it than I did when I watched it as a kid. Like... I think, like, now that I'm an adult, I understand, like, the adult's, like, perspective of it a lot more, Mm -hmm. so I actually appreciate the movie much more than I did when I was a kid, because I just thought it was, like, extremely cruel and just ridiculous. As a kid, you're, like, like, traumatized. You don't. Understand- he dropped him off in a reserve. It's not no. as, like, weird as I thought, no. you know? I but as a kid, understand. you don't
3: understand not those a- concepts, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the fox got abandoned. The dog's yeah. not friends with him anymore. They were best friends. And, like, you just yeah. cry because it's sad.
1: You know what I mean? Well, I wasn't a part of hunting anymore so I didn't understand that whole concept of like what being a hunting dog meant so now I'm like oh okay I get it I'm not saying I'm like into it but I get it so my first impression is good movie and it wasn't as sad as I remember but it was good it was like it still evoked emotion but I wasn't like I didn't have a headache from trying not to cry like I thought I was going to Yeah,
3: I agree with everything you're saying as well Uh, Andre first impression Uh, of the uh, fox and the hound
1: uh,
2: yeah I I also like this movie Uh, good stuff We all do it at the same time. We did. They didn't
3: do it. (laughs) They can't
2: see us all at the same time (laughs) anyway. But yes, I I I like this movie a lot. There was, uh, it it felt very strong to me, um, similar to that of a like a Pixar movie, you know. And um, I'd say that it's maybe its weakest part was like the the music, you know. None of these were, were were real jams, you know. No, oh, like
3: the ones that they say. There's no
2: bops in this movie. Yeah. It's uh, like, I just, the score is good. The
0: chasing wasn't like making you bob your head.
2: I mean, the, the the score is good, but but.
3: He means like the ones that they're singing. Mm,
2: yeah, the best of friends. <laughs> they pile around together. I mean, that's not the
3: one that got me. The one was and they hang out a lot. Just, uh, like saying words and it's like a, dog, a poem. He's a fox. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh uh, but but aside from that, it, it's it's a, it's a great movie. I, I like it a lot.
3: There was no bops. That's all no I got. Bops. No bops on this Fox and the Hound. But yes, it's interesting because obviously my family knows we do this podcast, and so usually every week they ask me like, "What we're watching, right?" And so I yeah. I texted my sister and was like, "Hey, we're doing the Fox and the Hound this week. I remember you used to love that movie," and she was like, "Cue the crying with like a bunch of sad faces." And then my little sister, I was like, do you remember the Fox and the Hound? And she was like, no, it's sad. I don't watch it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and I, I told sure. my mom, like, we're watching Fox and the Hound. And she was like, oh, no. You know, so I think, like Luis was saying, like, everybody kind of gives this same reaction. And i wonder if if it's, it's because they're really only watching it as a kid and they're, like, traumatized and that's what they're remembering. And they're like, I'm not watching this again as an adult because <laughs> it was really sad. But I'm very it happy that- it has to be right because i'm really yeah, happy we watch sure. it again and like i think it's a really good movie i would totally
1: watch it again it's really good yeah i would definitely again for sure yeah usually now, we're like eh, we're not gonna watch that.
0: that if the movie ended with that oh absolutely i, I agree is it Here funny that
1: down. like in my head it did end there like when it went to that part of the movie i was okay, like okay well maybe next too far Is a girl because. fox
3: I know. I know. I honestly kind of remember that, too. I kind of remember the Girl Fox, but for some reason, Uh as we were watching the movie, I was like, either she dies, because at first I thought Chief died, for sure. Like, I remember being like, here it comes, babe. He's gonna die. And I was like, wait, he didn't
1: die? He was like, oh, no, he did. Like, there's no
0: way he
2: would have survived that. By a train, okay? He is a dog.
1: (laughs) Every single...
0: What was that train going like? A model in the hour? There's no way.
2: He got thrown from a bridge. (laughs) He got hit by a train, thrown from a bridge, and landed in a river. And he's like, ow.
1: Ow. The salt. only reason I remembered he was alive was because I remember the scene distinctly in my head, where he picks up that leg and he's being super dramatic and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" oh. <laughs> I didn't remember that. I haven't seen it yet? So then I thought to myself, like, "Oh, he has to actually make it out of this to do that
3: scene." <laughs> I didn't. I didn't oh, remember that oh, part. Oh, oh. But I was, I was still completely convinced that somebody died. I was like. The fox oh. is either dead. The girl fox is going to die. Chief is going to die. Like, I knew the mom fox died at the beginning because it's like Bambi, right? Like, they wouldn't have a story without that. And it was like a Pixar opening, like you said. Like, wow, way to be sad. Thanks for the mood okay, kill. Okay, hold on,
0: though. So sorry. I didn't mean to cut you
2: off.
3: Let no, it's okay. Go. First off,
2: You don't have the to apologize guys her. She does it to you, right? you all the time.
3: Yeah, it's true. Uh, either way.
2: I'm so
0: sorry. Oh, no, 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 let, let her talk. This is what I'm going to say, okay? Okay. Uh, I agree with what you're saying, Michelle, but here's the deal, okay? Disney has been doing this for a very, very long time.
3: Oh, for and sure. And we
0: keep on seeing these movies. So to a certain point, we it's almost like this. is like, you guys already know how I am. Why do you even invite me? Yeah, you know, like, why are, why are you guys watching
3: how these?
0: How evil they are. They've been doing this since 1981.
3: No, they've but been doing
0: on.
1: it since before like, that. Wait, I mean, Cinderella's dad, mom, those everyone. Are always dead. A wife, There's always a dead dad. Point, right? You know, everybody's like got uh, no I think that crappy, you know, relationship got mean, I mean brothers and sisters. I mean, I guess
0: I, I guess I'm probably being a cynic and thinking, guys, what are we still like arguing a mute point for? You know? It's been like this forever with Disney. Oh, you know no, what I mean? No. This, that
3: wasn't a, my a point. A, a a real point, okay. My real point was that I was literally 100% convinced before we watched this movie that somebody else died. And so after yeah. watching the movie, I'm like, he dead, she's dead. <laughs> Why is nobody dying? Why oh, did I day. think this movie was so sad? Yes, like, it was sad, day. but I thought it was more sad because I was still convinced somebody died. And so upon this viewing, when nobody yeah. oh, really died, I die. was like, cool.
0: The mom died
3: know,
1: well, yeah. we saw
3: it. Just making sure. I mean, just like, making sure you saw. I meant like I saw either Todd or Vixen or Triad. Right. Like right. that's what I was. I thought it was going to be about. the caterpillar.
1: Yeah. Or the Bro, them sure birds time. was Where?
2: trying to get that caterpillar for like a year.
3: Okay, Andre was. Uh, we were like, wow. Over this a year for sure. A whole nother side story going on in this movie is with the two birds yeah. and with the caterpillar. Dinky
2: and Boomer versus the elusive caterpillar. It's like
3: it's like um,
2: uh, what's the Roadrunner and uh, Wily e. Coyote, but but wow. with two dumb birds <laughs> and one smart caterpillar.
1: Do you want to know what's hilarious? Mm. Adeline goes Tigger, Tigger. She knew oh. that the like- the his, that one wasn't Dinky. What was that one's name? Boomer. Picker, the Boomer. woodpecker. She knew that Boomer the woodpecker was the voice of Tigger. Wow. Just how that annoys- I knew that
3: Porcupine was Piglet. Everything I was like, it's Piglet,
1: yo. Oh, I know, and Piglet. I hated well, that. It, but mm. it's, it's funny. That. They do a lot of voice work. like. And here's the deal, Lou. You, your point that you just said a second ago is perfect to insert here. Mm-hmm. Old Disney movies would reuse, use and reuse voice actors right. over and All over the and time. over All
3: the time. So, well, I didn't know this. You didn't? I mean. Yeah, in the older movies, Luis, they did that a lot. But like they st- those- I only
0: knew it was the uh, Cat O'Malley homie.
3: That oh, is- yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot bad of the voice bad actors, bad. actors for Winnie the Pooh, they're in so much. But, I mean, they yeah.
2: still do that. You want me to look up Josh Gad's IMDb? Because that fool is in 35 Disney movies or whatever right now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, he's himself. He's <laughs> some type of uh, icicle um And that's all I could tell that he is. <laughs> He's
1: mad that you just brought him up because Adeline requested to watch Frozen, and so he just had to sit through Frozen by himself because I was busy. I'm not mad. <laughs> not even the second not Frozen, Louise. Not even the better one.
0: That movie.
1: She wanted Frozen huh? One. She asked for Frozen, and Louise said, "We're watching Frozen Two because it's okay. less annoying." Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> part of my dream is realized in that movie where he dies. So that's
2: why I'm like, yay! All right.
3: Dang. Like, all right, movie's over.
2: Let's uh, turn it off. And uh, Elsa never gets her power. You know, back if there's and- one
3: thing I yeah, love about that? Luis, oh. it's his honesty. That's just, <laughs> we love your honesty, Luis. We need it.
2: I love how much you hate Olaf. It's great. It's it just- is great.
3: It's very entertaining. Okay, so. It
1: keeps the podcast going.
3: <laughs> the storyline of this movie is extremely. I am not. Extremely. Whoa.
1: You are not what? If you're going to interrupt, at least finish. <laughs> never mind. Okay.
3: The storyline of this movie is extremely.
0: Oh no! no I think I got it. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I think I got it. I am not this the grumpy man. This podcast needs. I'm the grumpy man. This podcast deserves.
2: That was the Batman song.
1: Put it on a shirt, bro. <laughs> was that the Batman's? Was it? I don't yeah. know. I
2: thought it was. Yeah, yeah it was. That, was. that was Hans Zimmer music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hear me hum-
1: out. Put it on a shirt, bro. Okay. So.
3: Back to the storyline of this movie. It's very simple. There's a fox and there's a hound. Okay? That's why this movie is called The Fox and the Hound. It's a baby fox. Thank you for that. And his mommy fox okay, wait. wait, hang on, hang on. Stop, wait. Before you get to
2: the story, oh. let, me,
3: let, me, let me just give some- I just keep getting cut off That's here. Simple. It's
2: great. It's the ultimate 100th episode revenge for Shell's miss, miss Cutoff. What are you um, getting into? I'm just going to talk about some of the production facts. From this movie. <laughs> do that at the end. Okay. Oh, so it was directed by Todd Berman and rich, Richard huh. Rich. Um, and this Richard was rich? Richard Rich. That's his. That was that's dude's name. Wait a
0: minute.
1: His name is. His Richie parents rich. must
0: have wanted him to be really rich. Richie Rich.
2: Yeah, Richie Rich <laughs> directed this or movie. Or they hated him. Oh man, he also going. directed Sorry. all of the Swan Princess movies. Wow, that's interesting. Um, okay, uh, so Richard Rich and t- Ted Berman directed this movie, and um, this was the last movie to feature any of Disney's nine old men. And these are the the original animators on all the the old yes. classic animated movies. So in this in this film, those nine old men started working on on the. Production, the animation, the features, the characters, and stuff like that, and then they passed on the guard to uh, the younger animators. Your, your, uh, Ron Clements, your Glenn Keane, your, your, your Don Bluth, all today's, yes, the nine young men. You're
3: old today's. Yeah, At the nine young men. <laughs> Brad
2: Bird was in there. Yeah, so all, all these uh uh our and favorite groupie sure Tim Burton was there. Yes, Tim Burton was there, and uh, groupie guy uh, uh, John Lasseter was there as well. guy. Yeah, so all of our favorites <laughs> that went on to create and so our modern classics <laughs> um, started on on this movie as as animators.
1: He's the toucher.
2: So that's an interesting fact, and also because of that. Because there was this differentiation between the old guard and the new guard directing this movie, there was a dispute over what was going to happen to Chief. The old guard said, Chief must die in this movie. Otherwise, yes. the sound has no motivation to go after the fox. And I the, agree. And the young guys were like, no, but it's a Disney movie, and he's
3: got to live, and he's got to have
2: a broken leg. We've been killing people, people on Disney won.
3: for years. I agree with Elise. They should have killed, well, it's my opinion. Kill- would make Chief had
1: actually died.
2: So this movie, uh, the Fox and the Hound, is based on the book, The Fox and the Hound. Um, and in the book, Chief does die. So that's that's where that went. And uh, and there are, uh, happened to be a bunch of other um, changes from the book, uh, story wise. Sure. Like there because it wasn't it's, even it's, really a story just, about just friendship. Just like any fairy tale,
3: Disney simplifies <laughs> it and tries to make it a little bit nicer. Although it's still sad, you know. Um, well, and am I
1: am I correct in saying that like you like you just kind of pointed out that this was the book wasn't really about friendship, but because the two main directors were like BFFs for a long time, they're like, let's just make it about friendship yeah. too. I think
2: one of them had like a, a pet fox as a kid as well, and they were like, well, we did, these guys gotta become friends <laughs> at least a little bit, right?
3: And honestly, I think the concept constant of- all things together, <laughs> <laughs> and we're the best of friends. I like that scene. Whatever, it's like one of the best scenes <laughs> in the like movie. I like it too. It's just—it's really freaking a bop. cute. Bob. Uh, it's not a Bob. You're right. But I think the concept. I should have gotten married
1: to that song.
2: <laughs> We're the best of friends. An owl is officiating <laughs> our wedding.
3: Now we got married to a Finding Nemo song, y'all. We ain't, we ain't get married to no Fox and the Hounds song. <laughs> it's about Finding Nemo song. Okay, continuing. Um. So the storyline is very simple. Yes. It's about a fox and a hound, two people from different sides of nature that are <laughs> friends as children.
1: Different sides of nature. <laughs>
3: but as they grow up, they're, they're friends. predator and prey. Actually they're both yeah. predators. Well,
1: yeah, they're, they're
3: it's it's, predatory. They're, it's like, like the dog's not going to eat the fox. It's just because he's a hunting dog, you know what I mean? Yeah. So first of all, the hound dog as a baby is literally the freaking cutest thing I have ever seen. Uh, baby Copper is adorable, and Baby Todd is cute too. But I'm I'm all about Copper when it's when they're babies. I'm all about Copper, and when they're adults, I'm all about Todd. Mama. It's really weird. Um, so they are just friends, and everything's great, and everything's fine and dandy until Mama Owl. What do they call her? Big Mama. Big Mama. Big, Big Mama. mama. Big Mama's trying to speak some words of wisdom to Todd. And it's like, your friend Cooper is going off for the winter to learn how to be a hunting dog. And when he comes back, you're not going to be friends anymore. And he's like, "Nah, oh, we're going to be friends forever. <laughs> and honestly, though, right away when he came back, it friends was kind of. Friends
1: forever.
3: <laughs> always. You're always my best friend, Cooper. What's Copper. 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 Keep saying Cooper. Yeah, it's
2: definitely not Cooper. yeah you do. In the in the subtitles, they kept spelling Todd T O D instead of T O D D, and uh, so it was like
3: weirding me out. It yeah. was really
2: bothering me because specifically the the lady who who adopts Todd, uh, widow widow Reed, I believe is. I remember the
3: lady's her name. vividly from being a kid. I don't know why.
2: She she's feeding him like a baby. She's like,
3: oh Todd, you're just like
2: or, oh Foxy, you're just like a like a toddler. That's what I'm gonna call you, Todd T O just one D. Not that there's two (laughs) Ds in toddler, but (laughs) there's only one D in your name. Todd. All right, thanks.
1: That really- You know, it's really funny because I did not remember that she said that as to why it was, like, what his name was. But now that I have a toddler, it's freaking hilarious.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right on the money.
1: Right on the money. Getting into trouble. Spilling the milk. Frightening other people. Just messes. Being
3: a Todd. Hilarious. Getting
1: stuck inside and can't get out. Yeah
3: can't get out (laughs) so funny um yes but i remember her pretty vividly so she takes in the fox and then cooper so cooper lives with chief copper 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 lives with chief and a farmer
2: his name is amos
3: amos thank you yeah famous amos
2: yeah he makes the cookies
3: Um, he's a hunter so he likes to hunt animals for sport and the other girl is just like living on her lonesome, taking in lonely animals. They you they know.
2: both they both live they're in, on farmland, right? And they're next door neighbors.
3: Yes. Um, so when when Amos takes Cooper Copper, Copper sorry. Copper. Copper is just interesting. I keep thinking it's Cooper. Um he, he takes them hunting in the winter, which Andre and I thought was really weird. We were like, Don't people go hunting in the spring? Like not... In the winter, but I don't know much about, about hunting. What
1: you're hunting for? I know my family, like my my uncles and my grandpa, I used to go duck hunting, and that was always in like September. So okay. I guess it just depends on what you're going. That makes for.
2: sense. I mean, that makes sense. What What bothered me was that they went on an extended hunting trip completely throughout the winter which oh. seemed odd to me it's like oh, we're gonna be back next spring i was they like needed, oh my goodness they it's they needed october the dude. animals
3: to grow up basically yes. And they were like hunting montage sure <laughs> i think i think my favorite part of all of the hunting was that chief was like you have to earn your spot in the front seat right and then at the end of the hunting trip copper's up front and chief is just like what
2: I can't believe this. I can't
3: believe. Of course, he talks like that. I love <laughs> scruffy dogs. They're the best. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm the leader. i the leader.
1: I believe it's the I'll same guy. I'll say when we go.
2: It's another repeat. So I have,
1: a, I have a question. Who voiced um, Amos, Ooh, the farmer? I'm not sure.
2: Let's uh, take a look because I believe. Because that.
1: that voice stands out so, like, in my ear. I feel like I know the person, which right. is kind of creepy. Um, and, um, and if I be felt about like, the piglet, I was like, that's piglet. Yeah. Gracious. Where is it? Oh, here we it go. It might be because I just watched this as a kid, but oh, good Lord, Mickey Rooney. Stop. Here we go. So Chief, and yeah, you know it Rooney. does say Todd with one D. Yeah, man. Yeah, it,
3: that's how it's spelled.
2: T-O-D. Uh, so Chief was, uh, Pat was Pat Bertram. Um.
1: Well, Paul Winchell know. has a ventriloquist dummy, and that's very, um,
3: scary. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's I Jack see. Albertson over
0: there. Because we're all talking about these homies as if I know who they are.
2: I mean, they're right here. What
1: else has Jack Albertson done?
2: He was in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Was he a grandpa? Yeah. Oh,
1: yes, he was. Yeah. There you go. There you go.
2: Hey. Okay. Hey, there he goes in the bed that, right there. Yeah. All right.
1: Ooh, ooh, that whole idea. Ooh. Okay, that makes me ooh. so... That, that, that makes me happy that we knew him from something because I swear his voice was just talking and I ugh, felt like he was my grandma. I know obviously. it's
3: it's so hard when you like know who it is and you can't put your finger on it. Yeah, I usually I just tell Andre, I'm like, can you look that up right now because it's gonna bug me. <laughs>
1: you want to know yeah. what's really fantastic is that Big Mama Pearl Bailey that's three different times. Is that Oprah?
2: I
0: swear, like <laughs>
1: oh 1981, God, you thought it was did. Oprah. 1981,
3: Oprah.
0: Dude, Oprah is like 50, 60 right now.
2: I mean, I, I, I mean, she was alive in like and, and and working in entertainment in 1981, I assume.
3: Yeah, but not like.
2: But I don't think she was in movies. as an older owl. Yeah, playing Big Mama, <laughs> she would have been like 22 year old Big Mama, <laughs> or yeah. something like that. You know? Well, yeah, it's possible, guys. I mean, yeah, that's you're you're right.
3: Andre, I kept, I like I know who Kurt Russell is. And so when she I She was twenty seven in
2: nineteen eighty one. Boom.
3: All there right. There so she was my age. Um
2: Big Young Mama.
3: I kept saying, like, I know who Kurt Russell is, but I need Big to see a mama. picture. And he was like, Oh, he plays the evil dad on Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy Two. And I was like, Oh, say no more. It's Kurt Russell. <laughs>
2: Yeah, for and sure, he, it's ego. He was a young, <laughs> uh, young Disney kid back back when this was coming out. He had like he just was young.
1: Oh god, he looks, he looks so old in that picture. Like that black
3: and white photo is probably how he looked when he voiced this.
2: Right, and here's him from Guardians. da.
1: So oh my god, go down where it shows him at fourteen. Go down.
2: Oh, this there. one.
1: Ha! Nice slide
2: with a little baby face. I love it. Oh, geez. He looks like
0: the thing from Saw.
3: <laughs> yeah, so there, oh, my gosh. There is some, some good voice acting in, in this movie. Like, I, I, I thoroughly – honestly, I thoroughly enjoyed everything. I know you were saying the songs weren't a bop. Like, obviously, they weren't. Yeah. But the score was really, really good. Like, yeah. It, yeah. to me, it fits so beautifully with everything. I mean, music is everything, right? She can be driving – dropping off the fox and i would feel nothing if it wasn't for the music playing in the background or i guess her reciting her freaking poem out loud which was kind of weird yeah i was
2: like goodbye um,
3: that was a weird <laughs> that was a weird way to go about well, it i guess they didn't want to put a song there so they were like just more like it was her
1: thought process like i didn't yeah. take her like reciting mm-hmm. a poem i just kind of well, thought she rhymed. was
3: is why i was saying it was like a poem i get like it was like her thoughts and what she was thinking about as she was dropping it off but all of it rhymed so i was like oh well, she's putting you didn't notice it rhymed yeah it rhymed so you she know
1: was, like... i read so many kids books at this point in my life if it doesn't rhyme it's not a good sentence <laughs> you heard it here I first like, hey, y'all kids books to them at night and i'm like and then he went on a night hike and then he got off of his bus this is stupid <laughs> you know, it doesn't rhyme it just it you know kids feel the, the same
3: way because I could read click clack moo or chicka chicka boom boom or brown pear brown pear but as soon as I want to go read about the rainbow fish they're like nah rainbow fish don't rhyme so I get it
2: hmm.
1: Hmm. we actually read that to no yesterday I think Which and way? Addie was like hmm she likes the colors though the rainbow fish yeah rainbow fish. fish don't rhyme the book's gotta rhyme
3: for kids to stay interested it's true um indeed so dang I, it you know, literature <laughs> the, point, the point was i thought the score was was very good it was very fitting to yes. the movie um i mean i don't know if i if i heard it if i would be like that's from fox and the hound but a lot of things to me the score just kind of falls off a little bit but i think they really took the time to like hit this one on the head so i thought well, it fit okay. very well to the story and to the movie
1: I agree with you because all of the climactic moments were really like hit home with the music. Like you're saying, like, um, when they're chasing after the Fox and right before chief's going to get hit, it feels very tense. Oh yeah. Uh- and then at the end of the movie, literally, I do not remember the scene where the bear comes and copper and everything. I have happening.
3: absolutely <coughs> no memory of that either. And Audrey I was know, like, like, yeah, the bear. And I was like, I don't remember any bear. Well, I didn't remember
2: the bear from that movie. I, I saw the bear on the poster that I downloaded for our thumbnail. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, there's a bear in this movie. And then by the time we were watching, I was like, oh, there's a bear in this movie. <laughs> I had completely forgotten. 110%
3: that, yeah, I don't remember I, that. I do remember... Copper like going in front of Todd and being like, You're not shooting him. Like I remember that and of course I vividly remember I'm a hound dog because that's like the most iconic line in this movie is him being like, I'm a hound. I remember
1: dog. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs>
3: Dougie, the so whole was like sitting here watching the movie with us, and any time they would howl, his ears would be like, huh? he's like <laughs>
1: Who is there? <laughs> like, it. what is happening? Wait, do it too- um i let's talk about the character vixie the other fox vixie
3: i keep saying vixen but i guess that's supposed to be a play off of that but yes vixie the other fox i kind of remember her um but for some reason i was almost thinking like maid marion because isn't she a fox in yes in robin fox
1: but yes Mean back to so him? then I
3: was like, like confused I was like wait I d- I forgot there was a fox in this because I was thinking of the rob of the Robin Hood fox you know what
1: I mean yeah <clears> you they're very similar about the that you say
2: that. no they're, they're not played by the same person I just had a comparison ready <laughs> to show how much Todd looks like Robin Hood
3: oh yeah they definitely use similar animation his yes. nose is different but
2: yeah and his ears are a little different as well yeah and obviously you know they're 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 anthropomorphized um differently <laughs> here's nick wilde <laughs> Wild, thrown, love in, that. He's thrown so in the bunch cute. i think there was one that had Maid marion on here
3: yeah
2: so here's Maid marion and here's vixie over here
3: yeah so i was kind of like wait which movie am i like i didn't remember it because i think we had seen robin hood and i was like yeah there's a fox in that that's the fox i was thinking of but i could have been thinking of this fox too um
1: no doubt though so.
3: i mean i think she was a necessary character especially because he wouldn't have been able to survive being in that forest without him. And Andre made the comment, like, yes, I get why she was dropping off the fox. And she did drop him off a reserve, so that's not that bad. But Andre was like, yeah, let's put this domesticated animal that we've had for a year back into the wild. Because in real life, if there was a storm the first night and that was a domesticated fox, that thing would be dead. Like, I'm just saying. (laughs) It would have been
2: immediately
3: hunted by that bear. He's not going to make it through the weekend. Like, there's no way. Like, you can't just, that's not how, that's not how rehabilitation and release works. You you rehabilitated <laughs> for way too long. <laughs> like, eh.
2: Yeah, he was, he was a homeboy fox and uh, he got thrown into the jungle. It was
3: sad, they just left him. I did feel like they were like dumping a puppy in a box somewhere. You well, I mean, I mean, it's
2: either go out into the forest and.
3: Um, well, she thought he would be protected there so that Amos wouldn't shoot
2: him. Right, because, you know? because the place that she dropped him off at was a reserve. A, it was but little reserve. did she
3: know that Amos is cray cray. Trying to hunt down this fox, okay? He's crazy.
2: Yes. Yeah, so earlier in the movie, when um, when, when Chief, Chief and the Hound are or Chief and Copper are chasing after Todd, who has infiltrated Amos's property one too many dang nab times. He was just trying um, to say
3: hi to his friend.
2: Man. <laughs> they they chase him off through like a quarry or whatever, <laughs> and he ends up at the train the, the train tracks. Uh, the, Copper lets Todd go. Todd runs away, Chief catches up with him, and Chief's like, "You're not getting away this time, and then boom, gets hit by a train, and then survives and then um, and then Copper uh, pledges his revenge upon Todd.
3: It, and it would have made a lot more sense if Chief had died, like but the thing is, he let him go he Copper has definitely saved Todd's behind a couple times at this point, and he's probably yeah. like, "Please stop getting, stop it." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't come to my property. I already told you I'm a hound dog now. I don't want to do this. Like they are friends. You know what I mean? But yeah. Mr. F- Mr. Todd over there just can't handle
1: the truth. Yeah.
2: The so, troop. so Todd, I don't uh, think he
1: understands it, but it's, it's been like that for years. Yes. Yeah.
2: So Copper was mad at, at Todd, but also Amos, he was furious that, uh, that chief got his, got his back leg broken and, uh, went on a complete vendetta on catching and killing one fox that lives next door to him.
1: Even though he has hundreds of animals. <laughs> okay, okay. Just that, that part, that that part has
2: doesn't make
1: sense. Because I, I feel no, like no. he's loony.
2: Well,
0: he might, he's he, loony. he might be loony, but it doesn't make sense. Okay, your dog survived, yet you're so ravaged by getting this guy. That you, like No, that's why he should have died. Okay? Right. If anything, he's more upset at the veterinary bills that, is, have, that he has to pay for it. <laughs> I gonna could gonna understand shoot
3: at point at point. Uh, <laughs> that they're, he may know that he thing's leg himself. He was like You didn't have
0: puppy insurance back then. Yeah. You know?
3: No, they mm-hmm. didn't. Trust me, you need dog insurance because Dougie has needed that multiple times. My,
1: my goodness. He just over there napping. I'd um, be
0: really mad if I had to pay for my pup's insurance when it was caused by a fox as well.
1: Right. He yeah, could have just true. went and asked her for some money. <laughs> Yeah, versus hate, like hate i'm my gonna dog's kill legs. your pet. yeah
3: I mean, yeah i don't even know fair. if she like like yes he was like your your fox keeps coming on my property and it did look like he was trying to get the chickens and blah 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 whatever because honestly a fox would go eat some chickens you know what i mean Um, But
2: he's insane. He went over to her house with a loaded shotgun and was like, I'm getting mine. Chook, chook, bang, bang. And she's like, are you a psychopath?
3: (laughs) I love when she takes the gun and just shoots his like uh, the furnace in his car. I was like, dang, girl.
1: Yeah, no, that whole interaction, that first interaction with them when he goes over to her house and he has the gun is probably one of my favorites because I cannot remember what he calls her, but he's calling her all kinds of you know, yeah, dim-witted, women. like you
3: homebody, ditzy women type of thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we looked at each other like, "Dang, that's what kind of movie this is."
3: Like, <laughs>
2: uh, she she definitely was, called him a gun-toting lunatic at one point in the movie. Um,
3: okay. he is a gun-toting lunatic. Yeah,
2: but he's got a uh, so your gun, game, but you don't so got to so be a lunatic okay. about <laughs> not, He's not that dangerous, honestly.
1: <laughs> Unless you go on his property, Andre.
2: Right. Yeah, and he'll take. Six and a half shots to maybe hit me in the leg. <laughs>
1: okay, so
3: let's talk about.
2: I don't know how he's missing with a shotgun. I don't either. I don't know. He does.
3: He
1: is not a good shot. He doesn't.
3: I don't know how he came back with so many animals.
1: Because... <laughs> For being a hunter, I feel like that's an issue. Maybe he was a drunk. Like
2: Cop, Copper's really good at what he does. You know, the animals
3: right it's here. Copper
0: <laughs> and all the work. Not only did they do the tracking, but they did they the, also uh, shot. the elimination of. <laughs> they're the laying dog. the traps. <laughs> uh, they yeah. were, I mean,
3: they were like laying the traps. He's like talking to the dog. Oh, well, that is trap. I'm like, you better hope your dog doesn't go in that trap. Like, what do you think? I don't know. So let's let's talk about the bear. Okay, so we're in the forest and they're hunting or tracking um, Todd, and they find him. And as they're tracking Todd, like, up this waterfall, um, like, on the side of the waterfall, I just felt like the bear was, like, misplaced. Like, I don't know if I needed the bear in this movie. Oh, really? It what? was just random. Like, the bear just came out of nowhere, and I get that they're fighting, and it was, like, how they were going to stick up for each other with this bear, but mm-hmm. I just don't I mean, know. Michelle, Would there
1: be a bear on a res- an animal reserve? Yeah. I don't know. I Not so. a bear
0: so, Michelle, here's the deal. Let me explain to you how Mother Nature works. Yeah. Okay. When you're out hiking, sometimes a bear is just going to pop out of anywhere. It's not as if you got signs saying, hey, beware, there's a bear over here. You know I what know, I mean? So, if I you're know. saying in terms of, like, the storyline,
1: yeah,
3: you know, he was kind
0: saying. of misplaced.
1: In the storyline is like, what I mean. I don't mean that the yeah, doesn't mean, like, a bear in the woods is not. Plausible. Okay, she doesn't like it in the story. Yeah. Oh,
0: I thought you meant like he was just placed awkwardly on on top of this mountain. They're all.
1: Oh no
3: no 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 no! I mean like in yeah, the story. In like I don't know if I needed the bear to like bring it all together. I think Cooper just could have been like, "Uh, oh, Todd got hurt falling down the waterfall or something, and he's my friend, so we're just going to protect him." Like I don't know if he needed like, "Oh, you saved me from the bear." I we mean, cool. Todd, cool. Okay. Todd
0: does go and and. No, not Todd. Uh, yeah, yeah, Todd goes and he starts defending Copper from this bear. So right. without Cop- uh, Todd defending Copper, I don't think Copper would ever stand Right. know Right. Cop- Copper wouldn't, you know what I mean? wouldn't just Which be like, true.
2: oh, no, your foot's in a trap. I guess all is forgiven. And Chief's leg is magically healed. And I don't care about
0: any I of that it. anymore. I just, I just
3: feel like, like it. Was, I just didn't like I bear. love the bear.
2: No, the bear was awesome. they kind
0: of scary he, he was scary and he kind of needed to be there for them to realize their friendship
3: yeah yeah he was he was terrifying that's for sure the also the weird for sure has a nasty I also think look. The maybe the
1: hair.
3: maybe the weirdest thing was like yes copper was like this is todd we're not killing him right and he barks and amos is just like Okay, let's go home, buddy. I was like, really, because you were wild and out, and you were still down to shoot the fox after the bear attacked you.
1: So, well, and you know, I mean, hold on, are you talking about Amos? Amos? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he just changed oh, his mind. I was quickly. still talking about the bear. Oh. Um. Well, back to the bear for just one second. I think again. Now this is me thinking way too far into this, right? We have talking fox talking dogs whatever and then you have this bear which i get it it's like even more of a predator but like why does the bear look like it's not
3: yeah
2: he's not sentient
3: and i think maybe yeah maybe that's what threw me off emily maybe that's why i was like
1: eyes look like he doesn't look like an animated (laughs) right he's like, not, he's a, he's not a bear he's
3: not lively like how they are and he's t- just an angry real
1: bear out yeah. there
3: honestly like, maybe the that's what made me be like, under, huh? like
1: Disney characters.
2: he should i don't know it's, it's like, something about their eyes yeah it's definitely the eyes his the, the bear's eyes were like coated in red or whatever with the just the, the black background
3: well they're trying to make him look evil but the bear he should have he should have yeah. been like
2: you dumb fox and you dumb hound, get away from my property. And then started raging against
3: them and whatnot. <laughs> like there's the ba- no,
2: There's like no the hunting badger. allowed in this game preserve.
1: Like the badger. That thing cracked me up. Yeah,
2: the badger was funny.
1: He should have gone. This is what should have happened. He should have done that. He should have been like, all right, there's a hunter up in this business, and he should have gone after Amos. And then the fox and the hound saved Amos from the bear, and the bear hit it, and then they were all like, you right. It's all good. We right. say, I, I, like I like that. I like
3: that. I think that would have been good because it didn't make then they sense. all would have had reason to get the heck out of there. Because I thought it was weird that Amos, like, after Copper was like, hmm, I'm protecting this fox, right? That he was just like, okay, buddy. And he like pet him on the head and was like, let's go home. And I was like, you were just pointing your gun at the fox after the bear attacked you. You were obviously still like seeking vengeance, but because your good old buddy Copper was like, no, nah, we're not killing. The fox now. Like it was just a little bit weird to me. I think I think has abandonment
1: issues. yeah. Yeah. He's trying to deal with.
2: I think for Amos in particular, this this whole day that he's been out here laying traps for one fox that he's not gonna eat. He just wants to murder. Uh it's it's already like a step too far out of his general direction of life. And he's just crazed at the moment but after being attacked by a bear and stepping in your own uh, animal trap he's like you know what man I think it is time to go home I'm gonna go rest his leg and uh, hang out with my other dog (laughs) and forget all of this ever happened because it's kind of embarrassing and now we both
3: got bum legs (laughs) yeah it is embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) and you know what basically how it ends is the dogs are kind of back in their place and they're cool and uh, Vixie and Todd just kind of look at them like, okay, bye. Like, we're on good terms. You know, it just, like, ended amicably.
1: I didn't realize he stayed out in the wild.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Widow Reed was like, you ain't coming back in this house. Mm-mm. I don't think so, Todd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we ain't bringing those other fox in here with you. You're going to have fox babies. We're going to have a real problem. Well, around. I got some fox babies. We're
3: going to come. I was like, oh, we're going to see some baby foxes soon. But uh, Andre watched the trade. Well, I didn't know there was a fox in the hound, too, but apparently there is. And we watched a clip from it and it made no sense. So I don't really know what that one's about. But maybe it's <laughs> about their children or something like that. Maybe. Basically about I'm not their confused. babies, no?
2: Aye, aye.
3: Sure, maybe. Or marital qualms. I, I mean,
2: it, it, it might be about their babies, but the, the clip that we watched made it seem like it's, it all, like a, a, it's all a flashback movie from when uh, Todd and Copper were kids and they're just hanging out and having different adventures than what we saw in the podcast. Well, we Hound don't proper. know
3: that, though, because we, we don't know what it's about. Yeah, maybe andre can find a synopsis i am gonna read
2: a synopsis uh the fox and the hound 2 is a 2006 american animated direct-to-video film um the story of the film takes place during the youth of todd and copper in which copper is tempted to join a band of singing stray dogs the film features voices uh by reba mcintyre and patrick swayze okay so uh
1: absolutely not never know.
2: He's trying to that
3: sounds horrible trying to join a dog band. This one came out in 1981 and y'all trying to do a
1: second with Reba story? and Patrick Swayze.
2: Oh yeah. Sounds like I awesome. mean I like some oh.
1: Reba, but
2: I mean sounds sounds great. Patrick doesn't be,
1: need to be in anything other
3: than you gotta love those early two thousands direct to video sequels. When they call it direct to video, you know. Disney Tune Studios, direct-to-video. Direct yeah. Not even direct-to-DVD.
1: Get out of here. Direct-to-video. Well, yeah. <laughs> this was, uh, Tell right. Louise that he's done for the episode because he was being mean right now. Whoa. Oh, what are you saying?
2: I missed your meanness. Say it again. Out louder. That Apologize was extra louder. mean,
3: man. <laughs> like,
0: something like that. Like, okay,
3: all right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> did this movie make some money?
2: Uh, yes, I believe this movie did, in fact, make money. Am
3: I actually your
1: face? Yeah, did I got like, like okay. somebody by hand. Where oh, sorry.
2: Oh wait, here it is. Okay, this movie had a budget of twelve million dollars. Wow, wow, Low. that seems like a lot, actually. Actually, yeah. no, I. I believe I read that at the time this was. The most expensive um, animated movie ever <laughs> uh, in 1981. I believe that's correct.
1: Twelve million dollars. Um, Maybe million they had dollars. some new for tech- what the
2: bear. I don't know. Yeah. A
3: technicolor.
2: <laughs> yeah, because reading over like the animation stuff, it's not like they were they didn't innovate for this movie. I think all the innovation had happened on like Sleeping Beauty a couple years before and stuff like that. So I'm not really sure why it cost.
1: I don't mean to be rude, but like the animation isn't the animation's fine, right. especially for the time period. But it's not like mind blowing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it It, it, it maybe it's, it's good. You know what? I bet it it's is. Um, so during during the production of this movie, uh, not only did those old guys leave and the new guys came in, but also Don Bluth, who was working at Disney at the time, left and took like 10 animators with him. So they had to come in and replace all of those guys as well. So Dang. that maybe that added into the production value of of, of this it movie. It could have. That's that's quite possible. Yeah, Don Booth was like, I'm out. I'm making an American tale. Five going west. Peace out. Still and, never uh, seen that. Oh, it's, it's it's quite good.
3: I know. Andre wants me to watch it. Um, yes. Okay, so it had a pretty hefty budget. So it had a
2: large budget, but it ended up with a worldwide cumulative gross of $63 million. Okay,
3: so it made its money back.
2: Yes, that, that is a, after. Oh, a uh, little bit. It's after two releases. It had a release in 1981, of course, where it made $39 million, and then it released again in theaters in 1988 um, for another $23 million. Why
3: did they release it again?
2: Because this was before home video. This didn't come out on VHS until 1994. Mm-hmm. So yeah. th- they they, they had to do that a lot with, with older movies. It's like, alright, it's out, and it's gone, and you can never really watch it again, and uh, hey, maybe it's out again for a new generation of and whatnot.
3: That's true. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, Tomatoes.
2: Tomato Meter says that this movie has a 70% on the Tomato Meter with an audience score of 78%. I feel
3: like that's kind of low.
2: I mean, yeah, well, at the time, um, critics weren't giving it super favorable uh, scores. It kind of found its audience a little bit later once it had come out on home video.
3: Interesting. Mm-hmm. The Critics'
2: Consensus says The Fox and the Hound is a likable, charming, unassuming effort that manages to transcend its thin, predictable plot. So, I guess critics are just yeah. like, I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> they, they were never going to stop being friends. I could feel it.
3: Interesting. I, I feel like that's a little bit low. That's just that's just my opinion, though. Um, yeah. so go ahead and give this our ratings. Louise. What you going to give? Can I tell them
0: Um, I want to say maybe uh, I like the ending. I thought that ending was pretty good. Like I said, I mostly thought that the uh, movie ended with her abandoning the dog because everybody and their mother who's ever seen this said, oh, it's the saddest movie. Now, that's how I thought it ended. Right. But because we had that other ending that was really the ending, I I thought it was a great movie. So I'm going to give it an eight
3: e very good very good luis andre
2: um i think i'm going to agree with an eight uh this is a this is a really fun movie uh over the performances are all good the the story is is as we said pretty simple but 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 uh effective um there are those heartfelt moments that um have been like uh, i don't know what uh, extrapolated and exacerbated over yeah. the years where people think that this is a straight up tearjerker but it it just ends up being like oh no his mom and oh no the yeah. the lady and <laughs> but it's okay <laughs> but it's okay because after all those sad things happen good things follow you know it's like oh their friendship is repaired sure. oh he's got a hot new fox girlfriend and uh he gets to the hang yeah. of her. so it's all it's For all good it it, it it only doesn't get uh, an 8.5 or a 9 because no bops, you know? Bopless. <laughs> it's a bopless
3: feature. Bopless. A bopless movie. <laughs> Alright. um, I'm gonna give this movie an 8.5. I'm giving it a 0. 0.5 for the humor side story of the two birds and the caterpillar because that was just ridiculous. Mm. I thought it was yeah. really funny. Honestly, I thought the movie was really good. Like, I'm giving it an 8.5 would probably be a 9 if i don't know if it needed the bops you know so
2: if, if you're gonna have songs they better be bops is all i'm saying yeah i don't
3: know i i didn't think it needed any bops for me i was okay um good movie it's a good story i like the fox and the hound. of giving it an eight and a half emily
1: i'm gonna also give it an eight i think that this movie was really good I enjoyed it. I 100% agree with Michelle. The side story with the birds and the caterpillar was freaking hilarious. It it literally had nothing to do. Other than the birds were also neurotic. Like there was nothing else to do with it. Was so funny, um, but I must remember that from my childhood. Even though I don't really remember the birds, because I remember the song that <says> like yeah, I remember yeah. the whole song with him crawling sure. and stuff. So sure. I I really enjoyed it, and honestly, we will be watching this one again because now I'm over the fear of it being too sad to right. like be okay on a normal day.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I really you know, like it. I, I want to watch. It I don't remember it before.
2: I, I, I wonder because uh, I don't know if we had talked about this on that podcast itself, but we were debating between doing this and Bambi for our hundredth mm-hmm. episode. I think
3: we did talk and, about it,
2: and I wonder if Bambi suffers from a similar um, experience where, like, people think it's crazy sad, but then you watch and it's like, okay, I guess that was that wasn't I, as bad all. As I that remember
3: from Bambi is like nothing that they're just frolicking around, so I mm-hmm. don't even know the storyline really. Ninety of minutes
2: of frolic, you know.
1: Like he can't stand
2: up and he's like, eh. <laughs> he's got it's like a baby. There's like
1: a thump or, or something. Is he a boy? And, or is Bambi, yeah, Bambi a girl? A boy. Bambi's a boy. Yes. Okay, good.
0: Yeah. He's an andro- uh, androgynous. Maybe.
1: Kind of.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah. So that's it for the Fox and the Hound. Uh, next good. week for our. We
3: finally did it.
2: For our post <laughs> episode 100 episode. Episode one hundred one.
3: Episode one hundred. Episode. You heard me. One hundred
2: one. I, I meant to say all of those
3: words okay. in that
2: order. Uh.
3: <laughs> We're gonna do another deep. Meant what he
0: said, and he said what he meant.
2: That's right. So what I, And what I meant was that next week, we are going to be watching the 1999 Disney Channel original oh movie.
3: Oh, my gosh. I love that this came out in 99.
2: Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova girl.
3: Girl, girl, girl. Which is apparently all we can remember from this movie. So, who knows how
1: good it'll be? Yeah.
2: It's got uh, <sighs> a young raven Simone in it. And, uh... That's all I remember, yep. basically. Yeah.
1: Zone. Oh my gosh, that is Raven Simone. hmm
2: yeah. yeah. She lives on. They live on a space station, I believe, in space.
1: Yeah. In space. <laughs> and it's
2: it's set in 2049, so uh,
1: not that far off.
2: Get your get your uh, your future hats ready. You know, get ready. And in the meantime.
1: Uh, Getting into space, run right now for this to work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, uh, hit us up 16. on the internet. We are on social media at the Walt Vault Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those all those good places. Um, go there and uh, let us know what you thought of the Fox and the Hound, and let us know uh, what you want from the next. 100 episodes of The Walt Vault. Um, we've got some cool stuff planned for the future. Um, possibly some merch coming soon. So we also want you to go drop a comment below and let us know if you would ever even possibly consider buying a t-shirt with uh, a logo of ours on it, you know?
1: Let us know. Do you need hashtag always snacking? Do you need Ooh. hashtag nays before bays? Ooh. Do you need The Walt Vault? Are uh, faces on your shirt, on your mm-hmm. chest? Or uh, do Should you, you need a uh,
2: new logo? What do you want? Do
3: you just want Luis's face and it says old man negative? Oh, I don't know. I think old that's man. a good shirt. I don't know. It's that face right it. there. I'm
2: going to clip it that out. That's a good face. <laughs> and put it on the shirt. I
3: would wear it. I I wish it would have him shaking his head too on
1: the shirt. <laughs> can you, it could be holographic. And if he goes like this, it looks like he's shaking his
2: head. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like he's
1: doing. What did he say? What was his quote of the day? today
2: i'm not gonna be an old man negative on this
1: podcast you You did oh i'm not the grump that what did you say you're not the grumpy that the podcast needs you're the grumpy that the podcast deserves deserves. i don't know oh there it is
2: so let us know if you think
1: so much i don't even know (laughs)
2: let us know if you think that'd be a good shirt uh in the comments below or you can also send an email to contact at thewaldwaldpod.com um Go there, do that. We'll read your message on the show. If you want to support us, click subscribe on whatever platform you're watching on, listening on, uh, whatever you like, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Do it up. Hit subscribe. Leave a rating. Leave a review. All those things help us out immensely. If you want to help us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash thewaltball. We've got extra content for you there. Go sign up. And uh, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to all 100 episodes, as I know you all have. Um, And join us next week for some Xenon Girl of the 21st Century goodness. That's been it for now. The Vault is now closed.